Hello. Yes, 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 yes. Hey. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? I'm back. This is Santuck Man. Coming at you today. The last day of May. I just wanted to say that I am glad I'm here. And I am just pleased to be coming back here and telling you the updated info that I have. And boy, it's a wing dinger dang donger. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Let me see. Let me see. Well, I have a cousin up in New York. I think she said she was in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York. And yesterday, we spoke for about 30 minutes or so, because she had to do something. And it was late when she called. I normally don't answer unknown numbers. But uh, I had to this time, so I just was compelled to do so. And so I said, let me answer the phone. So I answered the phone. And it was my latest relative found. And she was not <clears throat> she was not on 23andMe, but her son was. And her son's profile was seeking family. <laughs> so I hit on it and sent seeking family a hello. And lo and behold, I get my cousin, Althena. She's my third cousin. Third cousin. Third, fourth cousin. That's really, really close. <laughs> and we never heard of one another. Ever. Which is really sad. On many levels. On many levels. So we talked and we, I'm like, oh my goodness. So she's related to me on my father's side because her son has the lineage, same lineage that I do. It's passed down from son to son, from father to father, father to son. There it goes. But we have the same. So not only that, but she turned me on to some of the, uh, ancestral uh, DNA stuff, which is mind blowing. I did not know of this. So I am going to, uh, I am going to, I am going to uh, just read off what she got and what it does for the uh, modern African-American that's living in America today. All right. 
So it is the Imperial African History and Genetic Genealogical Society. The DNA tested and ancestor approved strictly roots. And it's uh, www.dnatestedafricans.org. Right? And, it, and you get that kit. And what it does, it traces your DNA through specifically royal families that lived in Africa. Right? So you're going to find out what chief, what Pacific tribe, what region, and what status you held or, or, the, uh, or the makeup of that tribe, what their purpose were, and you'll get a clear picture of who you are, right? So we got our African DNA kit database. We DNA tested Africans born in Nigeria, Ghana, Cameroon, Gambia, Benin, Sierra Leone, Ivory Coast, Congo, and more. Hmm. The kits are located on Ancestry DNA and also uploaded to the GED Match Living DNA. Dot my heart, my heritage, and FTDNA. Right? How you doing, Rick Love? Why is this thing doing that? How you doing, Rick? What? Okay. How you doing? Okay, I'm following you there, Rick Love. How you doing? You there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello, Rick Love. I see we connected. Can you hear me? Hello. Rick Love, you there? I know I'm loud enough. Can you hear me? Say something. All right. Well, I'm going to keep talking until you get in here. So I got Rick Love on standby. She ain't speaking. How you doing? We're connected. Don't hold up space now. Oh, you done went off. She done went off. Okay. I don't know. So if you want to holler there, Rick. Rich, give me a holler. Hello. But anyway, let me go back to reading this uh, DNA stuff. I read off where the... Uh, the kits are located on Ancestry DNA, also uploaded to GED Match, Living DNA, and My Heritage and FT DNA. I think I read that already, but that's all right. All right. 
click the image above or click here to learn how to search our African database for real born for real African born DNA relatives. Wow. How you doing, Annabella? How you doing? How you doing there, Miss Annabella? I'm inviting you as a speaker. Rich, I don't know what happened. Can you hear me? I invited Annabella as a speaker. How you doing, Annabella? I got to follow you. You went off. So I don't know. I didn't have two people come on and go off. Hello. Come back on. Hello. Annabella, are you there? Annabella Ayi. That's a pretty name. Ayi. How you doing, Annabella? Ayi. That's an A-R. Okay. Ayi. Come back on so I can pronounce your name right. <laughs> I hate messing up people's name. Mine easy, Willie. But this is the Santuck Man Show. Yeah. I got a sensitive computer, y'all. So I'm touching stuff and it's just doing all kinds of things. So bear with me. All right. That was one of the kits. So the DNA kit contains the DNA kits are managed by Imperial African History and Genetic Genealogical Society the IAHGGS, also known as DNA-tested African via African Royal at DNA-tested <coughs> Africans.org. The founder is Chief Princess Naja Shayeri Nokukiri. Wow. That's a name. See, that's supposed to be my name. I'm not a Willie, y'all. So I don't feel like a Willie, but I'm 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 naturalized. I'm domesticated to be a Willie. I'm not a Willie. I could be a Asu. Asusu. I don't mind. That's a clue. Rich, you gotta call me so I can get your name right. They say we connected, but it, it, we ain't connected. I don't, I don't see, I don't hear you. So I want to hear you there, Rich. Okay. Because I want to get your name right. All right. So Chief Nahas, Najas or Nahas, and we ain't Spanish, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a J. So Najas organization has been testing Africans for several years now and has reconnected families since 2011. Either members of the DNA tested Africans organization purchased the DNA kit ourselves or other purchased it and donated them, um, donated them to us for testing. Chief Naja and organization directors have personally traveled to Africa and tested many people. The mission of the DNA, the mission of the DNA test, 
The mission of the DNA tested Africans has always been to change the way Africans in the dysphoria view themselves, their families by reuniting the descendants of those that were forcibly removed from the continent with their biological families in Africa. All right. Our goal is to reconnect the families using the DNA matching services that uh, auto small DNA testing provide. All right, I'm gonna read all of this because I'm, I'm gonna tell you something at the end of this reading that my cousin uh, hooked me up to. In 2017, Princess Naja founder of the DNA-tested African descendants and princesses Ada Anogo Brown joined in collaboration temporarily to create the African Royal DNA Project. You hear that? African Royal DNA Project. Hmm. Because Princess Ida traveled to Africa to African countries often, Princess Niger asked and encouraged asked and encouraged her to conduct autosomal DNA testing while she was there. This is how the African Royal DNA Project was established in 2017. This project occurred simultaneously as directors in our DNA tested Africans organization continue to test people born in Africa, right? The African Royal DNA Project continues to conduct auto-small DNA testing in various kingdoms on the continent of Africa. This effort helped and added a variety of African kits to our DNA <clears throat> our DNA tested African database. In early 2019, the collaborations concluded. DNA tested Africans descendant projects. Our continuing organization project is called the African Royal DNA Project. We continue to test Africans born on the continent of Africa, created genealogical trees and DNA tested databases from DNA tested royals documented and digitized the African oil history of villages and families, reconciled the African royals with their DNA matches in the Dispora, coordinated naming and reconnecting ceremony, reconnected families with their rightful kingdom and village. Wow. We understand the trauma of losing our ancestral names, identities, languages, and cultures as a result of transatlantic trade. For years, we have provided a global platform for restorative and healing reconnection between DNA matches. We have coordinated African ancestral naming ceremonies in the United States and in various countries in Africa since 2011. This is to assist DNA-tested African descendants in reclaiming their traditional name Uh, their traditional names from their ethnic groups of ancestries. Over 2,000 descendants have taken part in the ceremonies, our concepts. All right. Many of the, our African ancestors was taken 
from Africa in chains. Our goal is to facilitate a memorial reconnection with our continental African family members in a manner that restores dignity in a royal uplifting mindset of humbleness and reflection that we do this. We are far more than what we were told. We are far older as well. Our crowns have been bought and paid for. All we have to do is wear them. And that was by James Baldwin. Hmm. Over the past years, we have tested several continental African people born on the continent of Africa. They want to meet and connect with us in the diaspora. We tested the following African bloodline royals and their extended families, African title royals and their extended families, African village chiefs and their extended families, African clan leaders and their extended families. Expanded in 2018 to include African borns on the ancestral continent of Africa and have recently immigrated abroad. To clarify this, we are not a for-profit entity. We are a non-profit organization. We are not a tour company nor, or a DNA testing company. We never have been. We do not conduct any tours. We, we, if we decide to travel to, to kingdoms in Africa to connect with our families, it will be a family reunion and we'll surely advise you of the plans via our newsletter or post. The notice will contain information with proper disclaimers. Regarding our project, in order to participate, you must take the astominal DNA that provides your DNA raw data file and a family DNA matching service. Companies that provide this type of test are Ancestry.com, 23andMe, MyHeritage.com, LivingDNA.com, and FTDNA.com. You must log into your account and download the DNA raw data file. After uploading your DNA raw data file to www.gedmatch.com, read the instructions at the uh, African Royal DNA Project, GNA Match. And uh, contact forms and instructions and Follow that uh, link. We have an African kit on several platforms. You can check www ancestry, heritage, livingdna.com for African Royal DNA Project matches for free. Always read the terms and conditions of the website before using it. Reminder, you can upload your astronomical DNA raw data from Ancestry 23andMe and FTDNA, Living, Living uh, DNA, or MyHeritage.com for free. If you find a match, send your message through the website for the kit manager to respond. For security and privacy purposes, posting any info or images of the, of the royals in your social media, media is prohibited. This is excluding inboxing or messages. Oh, wow. Well, he can't have them on his page then. Hello. Rich. Rich Love. 
They say you connected to me, so now why ain't you out here speaking? I'm going to disconnect from you and start all over. Yeah. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> so now, back to that. This year connects all the um, Americans who were uh, a part of the transatlantic movement, right? So now we have the technology to put us into contact with our distant relatives from way back when yonder. That's my own word, y'all. When yonder, way back when. So now I got projects I got to do that I got to make sure I can get this to be going. Cause I'm just blown away. And that was from my cousin. I'm getting the app, y'all. Download and join. Yeah, I'm downloading the app. Okay. I got the app. So. All right. So we got a whole lot of that on there. And go back to my messages. But my cousin just, uh, Althena, I don't know what you have done, but I got a whole bunch of homework here. All right? She sent me some more stuff. Well, that first page <clears throat> that I, I uh, started on, she sent me a picture. On her Facebook. Oh, that's it. That's the guy that she was telling me about. James Spitz, Spitz or something. I can't. I can't pronounce it. Space. S P E I G H T S. He's Prince Da. Vicodon Dika is his name. He's a pastor and an educator, and I think he is a relative to my. Uh, my cousin, and so I'm gonna have to send him a message. I'm gonna have to send him a message to let him know. I don't know if he's gonna follow me. Yeah, I can follow it. I can message him. Yeah. Update the messenger. Hello, DX. Where you coming from there, DX? Hello. How you doing? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? You didn't win off. What is it, man? You come on and you go off. I would love to talk to you. Love to say hey. Well, hello, James speaking. All right, let me see what else we got. My cousin Athena. Ooh -wee. I think she said that's a uncle or brother or something. She sent me uh some information. I can't even pronounce his name. 
Hello. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> that is amazing. Da -da -da -da. Let me see. I'll send him a hello. I'll send him a hello. I'll send him a message too. So my cousin has hooked me up with my two of my cousins that was uh remember the royal uh, the royal um DNA Well my cousin Athena told me about her family members that actually went through the process and became royal members of the uh royal family. And they were American born. So I'm just blown away. Blown away. Okay, but uh, <clears throat> we're going to get this together, and we're going to find out all these people who's supposed to be prince and princesses and give them the rightful title. And uh, thus far, I just have been in a, a maze. You know, just just blown away. Every day is a different day. Yeah. Every day I'm going, holy cow. Holy cow. <clears throat> yeah. So, my my cousin Althena has just absolutely blown me away, and she sent me something else too. Oh, have mercy. Choose love. Alvina, I'm going Altina. It's Alvina. <clears throat> Choose love, I will there. Yes, cousin. Hello, cousin. I'm live now.
Alvina. Alvina. Lives in New York, New York. Never knew my cousin Alvina existed. I hope we get to talk. Mm -mm. All right. So that's the deal. My cousin Alvina, she hooked me up and uh, she said, uh, we got a whole lot of royalty in our family. And I said, what? And so she is uh, all on it. I got to ask Alvini. Okay. But uh, I'm going to have to check it out and see where we're going. And we're going we're gonna to get this connection going. But now I'm going to go back to my 23andMe because I had more messages again today. But we had a whole bunch of people that are in our family that are of royal descent. And I'm one of them. Prince Willie Harris. <laughs> I just got a fourth cousin up in New Jersey. Laquan Austin Jones. Fourth cousin. He might be on my mom's side. Let me see. <clears throat> Looked like a young fella. You're my mom's side there, boss man. You're Smith or Cheek. Mm, mom side. Let me hit mom's side on here. Nobody want to come in and hang out with me. Hey, hey. Come on in. Why does it keep going on? Um, right? You're my mom's side of the family. That's fourth cousin. That ain't too far up the road. We're sharing that third great-grandparent. That I never knew existed. I only know my my uh, great grandmother, which is many cheeks. All right. Hello, DX. You back in the studio? Yeah. So that's as far back as I go. I don't know my mother. My my father's mother's. Uh, Father or mother. So. Yep. Mm, let me see. I got Julie Gary out there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Hello, Julie. Hello today, cousin. 
32 minutes and ain't nobody talk to me live. I'm gonna see if I can get some uh, Facebook people to talk live to me. Let me see. This is why. Let me see if Natasha will talk. See if Keisha want to talk. It's four o'clock her time. She's in California. Kashia. Nope. Nope. I'm calling all my cousins. Nobody want to holler. She's on the phone already. She's uh, eight minutes ago. Active eight minutes ago. Let's see if she want to holler. Hello, Lisa. Say hey to your cousin. <laughs> I ain't got time to beg. All right. Let me see. Who else I got? Da da, ba da ba, do do do, da da. I can't even get my niece to answer. Let me see who else I got. Kiva, Becca. Let me see, Becca. It's late in, in Becca's country. About 11 o'clock. And she's probably asleep. That's all good, though. I sent her some pictures, Becca. She'll call later. Every day is the blues. Sometimes I get blue. Sometimes. Let me see if my buddy Daryl, he's on the phone. He's on the phone. Everybody busy. Okay. Okay. Oh, got my buddy. What's up? Where you at? Let me see. How you doing? You on video? Yeah, yeah, I can eat. You can see me? Yes, sir. Talk to me, dog. How you doing, big dog? No, I'm good, baby. I'm good. Yeah. 
Check this out, man. I'm on, I'm on my ancestry DNA test thing. I don't know. I don't know if I sent you a picture of me, but I'm a prince. You prince. Yeah. Based on what? Based on DNA. Okay. What, what village you own? I'm a prince from uh, Egypt. Uh, King Ramesses the Third is my grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> And there are more royalty in my family. I had a, a, a cousin call me last night. She's been doing the DNA testing stuff for about five years now. And she sent me some, I can't read it and, and not see you, so I, I had to tell you about it. She sent me a, a, a link to the royal DNA testing in Africa. And what they do, I got, I got 23andMe dot com as the, as my ancestry tester so i uploaded today today's system and they're going to test and see how many uh cameroon chiefs i might be related to how many uh some more mugs over there in the other part some more mugs over there and some more mugs over there and i could be not only a prince but a high prince with a, with, with some responsibility you missed the boat didn't you I missed the boat because they put my folks on the boat. Damn. So now I got to catch up and get my boat. Oh, boy. Yeah. From one sea dog to another sea dog, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So what my cousin told me was her, was her brother or her cousin got uh, 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 the papers to be called and was... Uh, Ceremonially, ceremoniously, uh, given the title as prince. Damn, <laughs> I My sister does it too, right? And she, she probably went back. Oh man, it had to be almost a hundred years. Yeah. Because you know, most of our people are from uh, Mississippi. Yeah. Like, like, on my father's side, most of his people came out of Mississippi area. Mm -hmm. Mom's side, they came up out of the uh, Ohio, uh, Tennessee area. Yeah. Right. So, uh, but it, it, she, she pulled out so much shit on us one day, we just couldn't say nothing. Mike could say nothing. Yeah. By this side, you can't so-and-so. This is how so-and-so's kin to you. This, 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 this. Yeah. Like, dang. Yeah. You got any royalty in there? You know, I don't think she's back that far. You know, far true ancestors came from. You know, because she realized this was a lot of work for her to do. Mm-hmm. She got. She put together the immediate family, family tree for my mother and father, my grandfather and grandmother, and one generation before that. Yeah. She put all that together for everybody. She probably got five big photo albums with paperwork information, the whole family tree in it, man. You know? Man, you need to, you need to uh, get everybody. This might sound crazy to you, but what I wanted to do, all of my family, we come up with an insignia, some type of some type of brand, right? Yeah. And put it on everybody's right shoulder, top on the back of everybody's right shoulder. Every kid born, get this bread, right? And wherever you go, 
right? It might sound crazy. It might sound crazy, but I'm going to tell you, I am a firm believer that the reason why we have the special needs is because of inbreeding. True, true. Oh, so you thinking like I'm thinking, huh? Because that's why you say, when, when she pulled the paperwork on us, she says, how many times your mama tell you don't mess with so-and-so? And I was like, huh? She said, I got to think about that. I was like three different female families that my mama kept saying, don't mess with them. Don't yeah. mess with them. That family. Yeah. We kept saying, why? You know, she, she wouldn't really come out and say we cousins, but somebody in the family, somebody in the family is kin to him. Yeah. You know, being on my father's side, upside of the family, well, she was adopted. Man, I got 23 adopted people so far. Wow. 23, man. 23. All over. And check this out. I don't know how I became black. <laughs> oh, you know how you became black. No, check it out. I started black in Africa, and my third, fourth, and fifth great-grandparents all the way. The mama wasn't black. I mean, the mama was black. But my third, fourth, and fifth grandparents. No, no, no. Can't change that. My, my third grandparents is Italian. Some, there's some black somewhere in there. <laughs> That's where. <laughs> they tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so dark. Huh? <laughs> you throw that thought out your mind, brother. Somebody got, it's like saying, that goose has been in there. You got him in the house. Yeah. So, I got all of these people, man. So far, I got 5,000 family members. That's the ones that are registered. That's not counting their brothers, sisters, mamas, and daddies that ain't. What part of you from what? Uh, I'm from South Carolina, Little Hicktown. That's where you from, right? Yeah. And my family has now, I met a dude from uh, Twin Falls, Idaho. And uh, he goes all the way back to 358 AD. Damn. <laughs> he said he got 15,000 names. He's been doing this for 30 years. 15,000 names, man. I ran across a guy probably two weeks ago at a Lowe's department store, right? And uh, he had, I showed him my ID to get them for a company discount, right? Mm -hmm. Looks at me. He shakes my hand. And uh, I said, what's this about? You know, I'm kind of looking at him. He said, it's nice to meet you. I was like, okay. He said, uh, I'm going to show you something. He pulled out his driver's license. We had the same last name. <laughs> He's white, though. He's a white boy. <laughs> I'm like, all right. You know, I say, hey, nice seeing you, cousin. That's all I can say to you right now. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we might be kidding each other. Here. That's the nature of the business. Yeah, yeah. So, nah, man, uh, I went to Chicago about about twenty years ago, and I told my wife, I said, uh, "I want I want some barbecue." She said, "All right, some barbecue spot around the corner, Blase Blase." So we stopped this barbecue. It's called Peden's Barbecue, right? When I seen the sign, I said, "I don't care. You ain't got to take me no place else. I don't care if it's a white boy's barbecue joint or a black person's barbecue. I don't care. <laughs> barbecue, I'm going in." 
right? So I go and I order about a hundred dollars worth of meat. Uh-huh. Right. So the little girl at the register, I said, uh, I said, is the manager here? She's like, yeah. I said, can I speak with you? And she looked at me, she said, is there a problem or something? I said, no, I just like to speak to the manager. So when he comes out, I asked him, I said, you the owner of the restaurant? So he's like, yeah. I said, well, I'm going to show you something. I showed him my driver's license. He looks at it. He out of Mississippi, right? He been in Chicago probably about 15 years. So uh, he's close to my age. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, he said, what'd you order? She said, he got about $100 worth of meat. She's like, okay. He says, long as you're in Chicago, dog, you don't need no place else. Free. Mm. I walked out that moment with about $100 worth of meat. He said, uh, you know, we couldn't, t- I couldn't give him no names. He couldn't give me no names. People in our family, you know, but I said, hey, I know I got. My father's side, there's people in Mississippi area. You know, I, you know, we didn't get to no details or nothing like that, but I, yeah, man. Every time I go to Chicago, dog, I ain't free. <laughs> go there, my wife, we gonna go over any. I said, I ain't going no goddamn wherever, one place. <laughs> I'm gonna spend my money, I'm gonna spend my money right there. Shit. I've been up there twice, and I've been eating free every time I go there. Yeah. What's up? Nah, man, but that's, you know. Uh, it's a good thing to have and know. At least you know your family history. You, know, you got a good idea where everybody's from. You know, and how they got there. <clears throat> right. But I'm looking at it in two standpoints, though. One, I don't want you to bring your fiance to our family reunion. <laughs> it's the same family. <laughs> Your mama said, yeah, we got a family reunion. Let's take you, let's take your boyfriend to the family reunion. And she's like, yeah, my folks in town too. And go to the same damn family reunion. Oh, that's happening, brother. Yeah. That happens every every household, every family. You know, you get to that family reunion, man, and it's like, damn, we cousins? Yeah. 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 And you man. know, you look at it like just somebody to lay with around the corner. Yeah. I I um almost had my um uh, dad's great niece. I had my my mother's brother's sister. Mm. I mean, his daughter. There was no option, dog. There was no option. That motherfucker put me in a corner. And she said, I want to get to know you. I was like, okay, let's just conversate. She says, no, I want to get to know you. Mm. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I'm trying to play dumb. Right? I went to the bathroom. We went to a movie theater. Me, her, and my partner. I'm trying to hook my partner up with her. <laughs> That's my thought process. I said, I'm going to the bathroom. She comes to the bathroom. We go in the bathroom. No, she, we go straight into the stall. In the mid, the pin me against the wall. <laughs> I want to get to know you. And I was like, oh my God. I said, we can't do this. We my husband, right? You know, my mother's brother's daughter. <laughs> okay? Yeah. How bad this was. Now I'm trying to play this motherfucker off dog and we fucked around, got to smoking and drinking 151 wrong. <laughs> I told her, I said, she's 20. At the time, she was 21. I was 20. Mm. She was 22, right? I said, well, I ain't, I ain't, we never met in 20-some years. Mm. About five months ago. Mm. She was some good friends of mine from high school. 
And then she found out, we found out about a year or so before that, that we killed each other. Mm. What was it? And my brother's, uh, my mother's brother's funeral. Yeah. Cause like I said, she was adopted. And, you know, they reached out, found her and everything. And, we, and about, about a year, the whole family tried to get together, do certain things. Yeah. First time, second time I ran across her, really ran across her, she put my ass in a cage, dog. Couldn't get out of the cage. Mm. Couldn't get out of the cage. That dog is locked up. And that dog did supposed to do. <laughs> 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 okay. Motherfucking bite on. But man, it was it's, it's scary, man. It is absolutely scary. Yes, I thought she was pregnant, though. Mm. Probably six. She got a she defends a freshman sophomore year in college. And next thing I know, I reached out to her. She said, uh. <laughs> I'm pregnant. I was like, hold the fuck up. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> it is, it ain't yours. <laughs> the day I die. And then, after the child was born, she, uh, she sent me a picture of it. Right? Mm. I, I was like, I was like, damn. You know, I'm brown-skinned. The baby had a little dark complexion to it, but the guy she was messing with in college, he was a dark-skinned guy. Mm. I was like, I'm fine. Fine. I'm good with that good shit. But then we we talked probably about two years ago. We laughed about that shit. Mm. And I ain't just ran across us. This bitch, damn. 40, 30, 40 years since last time. Right, man. But think about it. Now imagine having all those family members go to the bank and say, hey, we got a business and we want to buy these va- uh, uh, abandoned buildings here and turn it into businesses to create jobs for the community. Bank couldn't deny you if everybody got good jobs, man. Got a business plan. Yeah. You know? That's just generational wealth, man. You know, we, we got so much of it out there, we can't even reach out to touch anymore. Because the mother that stole it from us. You know, because they tried to steal my mom's house. My parents, she had two houses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my mom, she took over the paperwork and everything, her and my father. They paid the property taxes on every, every year. Mm-hmm. We thought we are a harder lawyer to uh, switch everything over to from my grandmother's name to my mother's name, right? Yeah. Everything's supposed to be, he never did it. Mm. Ten years. Mm. Right? I go home, me and my little brother, and we said, all right, come on, we tell him about some things that's going on, property taxes and everything, you know. So, all right, let's go downtown and see what's happening. So, uh, you got to to the court office, you know, they pull up the damn deeds on the houses. So we pull up the address. They show uh, they still in my grandmother's name. Mm. Both property. They supposed to switch to my mom and dad's name, right? Mm. So we go to the lawyer's office that my mom had been dealing with. Check this out. I get to the desk. The lady asked who I was. I thought I said James Pete. That's my first name, right? So uh, she looks at me all funny. So I like to speak to lawyer source or whatever his name was. So uh, she goes back in the back and he comes back. She goes back. I said, he'd be with you in a moment. So uh, when he walks out that door, he's expecting to see my father because he knew my father. Mm. My father's name is James Peaton. My twin brother's name is James Peaton. My name is James Peaton. Mm. We all got different middle names. So when he walks out, he's looking like a, who are you? He looked at his perception. He says, Where's Mr. Pete now? 
I said, I'm Mr. Pete. My brother said, I'm Mr. Pete. He's like, he just, he's dumbfounded now. <laughs> he don't know what the fuck is getting ready to come in here. So we go back to his office. I say, hey, man, this is the deal. We just came from the court. Deeds no more. They never been on the deeds. Mm-hmm. Free game. First time you don't pay the property taxes on that motherfucker, they can snatch it up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Uh, I know what you mean, but like I say, generational wealth is out there in every every community. The black people live at. Mm-hmm. We just can't put it together. Can't put it together, man. I got I got thirty people in Atlanta, Georgia, that don't know each other. You got motherfuckers around the corner don't know you. I got I got twenty right here in Virginia Beach and Chesapeake, man. Chesapeake, Portsmouth, four miles away from me. Twenty. I've been here twenty years, and now and now I've contacted them, and they won't even say hey. Mm. I'm going. Well, what's the purpose of having twenty three of me? You know we're gonna contact you, right? If we contact, say hey. If we're in the same town, that's a hookup, man. That's all it takes. They don't even know if I'm a multi-billionaire or not. You know what I'm saying? They, they so it's like, okay, you you're my cousin. That ain't that ain't the point of this. Reach out and connect. That's Establish right. something. But you know how it is. You know how it is. Yeah. You know, if you make it look like you got anything more than that, you know, they gonna say, you know, hey, let me reach out to him. Yeah, I got one. I got one up in New York, man. I didn't try to do what I could, but she just shouted out eight hundred. Can you hook me up? Fifty here, hundred there, fifty seventy five. I'm like, hey, I ain't put you in the budget. I was cool the first hundred and fifty two hundred. Now, now every two weeks, every every week you want fifty seventy five hundred twenty. Can you hook me up? That, that no. That ain't that ain't what this is about. You know, I feel I feel for you, but I didn't. I didn't budget you in my in my in my money. No, you you know you might be blood, but I ain't here to support you. No, you got it. You got it. She's like, I got four four kids. None of them look like me. Huh? You know, I was like, you burnt all your bridges with the family, or what? What you crackhead? You know? Like I said, it's a, it's a new avenue. Yeah. I got they do. I can try to take. Yeah, he got you know, he gave me some little bit of change. Yeah, he gave me a little bit of change. You know, all I gotta do is make sure I got need a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know, some of, I had a good friend like that did me from high school, man. That motherfucker, he called me and my twin brother up on the same day. Mm. Who, I, who I was apart? Mm. You know all these years, I didn't know you had a twin. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> twin brother. I mean, four, four, four decades, and I didn't know you had a twin. <laughs> About six one, six two. Now, my little brother was six three. My twin brother about six foot, six one. I'm about five nine, five ten. Mm. We don't look nothing alike. No, oh, paternal, huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. 
I tell people that shit all the time. You know, I got a twin brother looking like, nah, you don't. Yeah, dude. Together <laughs> every three or four years, right? Mm. He be around all his friends. It, this is my twin brother, right? They got a, huh? Yeah, I was twin brother. They some of them knew he had a twin, but they never seen. Yeah. Are they ain't from with us. I left there when I came at the high school. When I came out of high school, seventy nine. Yeah. I mean, was dead. So it's a handful of people who knew me. The younger generation, they have no clue who I am. <laughs> Man, I got, I got, I got um, nineteen nieces and nephews. My one nephew has decided to put fifteen or so out there by himself with fifteen hey. different women, right? Hey. And so, I've never met. I've only met three of them. Yeah, I was going. That's sad, dude. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. You know, uh, absolutely sad. And he ain't making no attempt to make anything right. No. He literally one making babies all over the place still. His mama haven't even seen her own grandkids, man. Hey. That's sad, ain't it? He seen them. She just didn't have a grandkid. <laughs> <laughs> I met one at my, at my dying side, at the bedside of my dying mother, man. And the girl told me, she said, I said, hey, I said, thank you for coming to uh, show your respect to my mother. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. And she told me her name, I don't remember. And I said, oh, what a pretty little baby. She said, this is your niece. <laughs> <laughs> she was in this first grade. I said, huh? <laughs> I said, what you want? She said, this is Danny's baby. I said, oh, I didn't know. I'm just in shock. I just couldn't breathe no more. I was like, this is a different grief. What the, what the, what the, you know? Yeah, yeah man. You know, and the further south you go, to, you know, it's just so crazy. Yes, yeah, it's, it's beyond sad, man. It is beyond sad. This is how the, the special needs are created. But you know, uh, our great, 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 great ancestors in Africa, Egypt, China, wherever. They were presented with the same thing. Would you drinking moonshine, dog? Hmm? Would you drink your moonshine? Mm-mm, Water. I don't drink, man. Just because you see the mason jar. Just because you see the mason jar, you think it moonshine. <laughs> don't tell on yourself, man. Don't tell on yourself. Christmas. Amen. Fourth of July is coming up. Christmas is right around the corner. Game recognized game, man. <laughs> <laughs> that came from something. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't even drink, man. Game vegetables all the time, right? Huh? You eat canned vegetables all the time, right? No, nah, I don't even eat canned vegetables, man. That's what they put them in, though. Don't <laughs> <laughs> man, they have that stuff. I had a guy that was he, he died by it, man. He he, he just. Got to get his moonshine. I said, you know they sell it in the stores now. He said, it ain't the same. I don't want that store-bought moonshine. <laughs> it's too clean. Burn your hands going down. It's too clean, man. All you take is one or two drinks. I've never tasted this stuff. Never. No. I don't drink. I'm not a drinker, man. I never like drinking. That time in Japan that you and I drank this six-pack or whatever... That was the last time I drank beer. Damn. 
<laughs> I may have had one beer here and there, but never a group of beers like you and I had. I don't drink. Beer make me pee. Every time you turn around, you gotta go pee. Yeah, you ain't lying about that, bro. But I say, as long as I'm flushing out of my system, man, tell me my system is working. Yeah. That motherfucker ain't holding it in. If it's not holding it in, that shit back your ass up. Yeah. Nah, man, but damn, dog, you doing good. Still cutting? Yeah, I'm cutting. I'm getting ready to sell my house and break camp, man. I'm going to do podcasting and, um, I'm going to get into uh, uh, video making, sending on YouTube, and uh, all kinds of stuff. What are you trying to do with that? In South Carolina. I'm going to go around South Carolina. I got family in South Carolina. I'll make hooking up with family members uh, videos. Hey, I'm going over to Georgia today. Hey, I'm going to Greenville. Hey, I got my cousin over here. I'm going to check him out over there. And we'll get them on the video. Next thing you know, motherfucker, be ready to hang out together. Yeah. I don't mind. It is a whole bunch of white people. I don't know how they're going to take it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <clears throat> every other person that I am related to, 100% Caucasian. Third, fourth, fifth cousin. Like I say, that motherfucker ran through the headlines. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where. I started being black at, but I gotta figure it out. You know where it started. You just gotta figure out which one started. Yeah. Like I say, you know, there's so much. That pedigree is all fucked up, so to speak. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I got some beautiful female cousins, man, that if I was out at a club and I saw them, I would not even think about uh, saying, are you my, are you my cousin? And then I couldn't. Yeah, we can't say we are cousins because we don't know the grandparents and great grandparents. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? What's your great grandparents' name? I don't know. Give me some. Bad part because you know the younger generations. It's hard to to bring those names up because they they don't they can't put a face with the name. Right, right, right. The so, thing is. Your great grandmother, great so so, and this and that, and show them pictures. Right. You know, they can't really grasp the concept of it because, you know, they were they wasn't around. They didn't have, you know they didn't watch them grow up. wasn't part of them, whatever. Wasn't right. part of the family. Yeah. You know, that's what they left for us to do. Right. Right. Well, you know, all we got to do is try to keep the respect what they did. You know, like I look back at my parents. You know how they raised us. Mm-hmm. It was whatever they could give us to have. If it was just the minimum, it was the minimum. Right. You know, I stopped worrying about Christmas, man, when I was 10, 11 years old. I stopped going to the fair at 13. Man, I, I quit that shit a long time ago myself. Yeah. And I got, what I get them on is on the birthdays. Yeah. Right? Said, your ass is over 21. Don't, 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 don't come up here and talk about you, man, because you didn't get a birthday card or present or some shit. Mm. I'm talking about you get your goddamn birthday and call you the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gave up on your ass. I know who you are. Shit. <laughs> oh, I yeah. said your ass twenty one. Man, I got. I, I send you a card. I send you a couple dollars. Mhm. Yeah. Mhm. When your ass get twenty one, you you a dog. Right. You get out where the hell money comes from. Yeah, then ain't nothing I can do for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tell mother, you didn't send me one for my birthday. Then I ain't never got a gift. 
You know what I'm saying? Never. Niece ain't, niece ain't sent me a picture, ain't called me for, I had no family members show up at my retirement, man. None. None. Nobody called me. I called them after. I said, I, re I retired on the third. I had a barbecue. Sorry y'all didn't come up. Wow. How long you been out there? I was in the Navy 22 years, man. And nobody decided, let's get a charter bus, get some hotels, and take our uncle to lunch after he retired. I could have put three or four of them in the house, you know? Yeah. Damn, I wish we could have caught up with Virginia recently. Yeah, I know. Ain't no thing, man. Yeah, man, that was a crazy weekend, brother. I had to put my brother to rest. Mm hmm. I knew I wasn't gonna be there for a hot minute. I had a couple. I kind of had a chance to catch up with one one family that we hung out with. Uh, he came to the funeral and everything, and uh, mm. we got a chance to hang out with a couple other people. Like I say, it's probably one, two, three. These three partners: yourself and two other guys. I really wanted to try to catch up with. Yeah, I know how life is, man. I knew my schedule. Knew this. I didn't know you. I know you're gonna be busy. Yeah. And interrupt with that, so I said, you know, all I can do is reach out to when I get there and say, "What's up, dog? If we get a window, we open." Yeah, yeah. Ain't no thing. I say, brother, seeing you right now makes up for all that, man. Yep, yep. Seeing you right here face to face is good enough. Like I said, we're gonna hit that sixty number now. I I be I be fifty nine. Ain't sixty to me. Don't be adding no age to me. I'm coming up on fifty nine. Yeah, I'm born in 63, man. Don't be giving me no extra year. <laughs> I can't say nothing. I'm glad. I'm glad I got that coming up. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going to just be chilling out, man. Once I sell my house, once I sell my house, all my all my uh, financial needs are now met. Okay. You know? So I'll be getting my uh, pension. I'm right. cool. I ain't got a mortgage down there in Carolina. Okay. So, I'm just chilling. So, you, who you got on the game? I'm going to go to state, dog. They playing tonight? They believe it or not. I've been a Golden State fan since 1986. Mm. Right? That's the first professional basketball game I had, I had a chance to go see. I was in the Navy in California. Mm. We had a we had a welfare and recreational program meeting. Well, they had the meeting that morning. It was payday. Mm -hmm. I'm on attendance. And so they got up on the, up on the uh, so little walkway, the main walkway on the second deck. They had payroll set up. So the lady is a black lady running welfare and recreation. So she had set up a little table you know, trying to get everybody to give a little donation. So when I got my change, you know, so two, I still think I put five dollars on the table, right? So that was a conversation, you know, you eat five, eat six, eat seven, eat, you can put some, you can put a little piece of paper down. I know that. I know fifty cents. So I said, you know what? I ain't got nothing to do. Let's have some fun today. I said, man, we raised goddamn six thousand dollars. <laughs> so when it's over with, she comes calling me up, she says, I need you to come to my office. I was like, huh? So I go to the office. She says, what are you doing this weekend? I said, I got no plans, you know? 
She said, here, here's two tickets to go see the Oakland A's play against the Chicago White Sox. Two tickets to go see the Golden State Warriors play against the Portland Trailblazers. Right? So uh, I was like, dang. So I was like, matter of fact, she said, here, take the other two. It's four tickets for the baseball game. I see two white boys on the field. I said, y'all white boys, I, you know, I ain't calling white boys. They was off the boat. I said, yeah, can y'all like baseball? They was like, yeah. I said, here, here's two free tickets to go see the baseball game. We met them at the baseball park, man. And they said, we left out of there. Wait, ready to go. And then we turned around and went to see the basketball game that night. Me and my partner, boy, we had a ball. Wow. Had a ball. Yeah, I like Golden State, but them boys make some magic happen. Yeah. You know, uh, I never had any partners, man. Yeah, well, I see you as accessible. You walking by your damn self, too. Shit. I'm a long ranger, man. Dudes, did, I, I have lost, don't say the word, but I have lost so much because of dudes. I stopped hanging, man. In 1988, I was a designated driver when we was uh, commissioning a frigate up in Maine. And the only thing dark in Maine was the night in the road, right? Tires on the cars. You might see one of us because the ship is dead, right? So it was curiosity abound. <laughs> so I was running through them, right? But I didn't have any transportation. So the, the a few of us that was on the ship, a couple of dudes had a car. So I would say, look, man, I don't drink. So I know y'all want to go out and get your drink on. I'll drive, right? So we go out a couple of weeks, couple of three, four weeks. We up there. So now one of them gets the attitude. I don't want you driving my car because I can drive better drunk than you can sober. I said, you know, that's just stupid, dog. I, I don't, you know, I don't mind driving, man. I don't want you to get in trouble. And you work for me, right? right. I'm going, I'm going, it just doesn't make no sense you get a DUI because you don't want me to drive your car. You know, F you, F you, F you. I'm like, all right, cool. You didn't know I had good credit. Right. right. So I called the bank. I said, I need a car. They said, how much car do you want to buy? I said, how much can I afford? I'm an E5, no bills. She said, let me see what an E5 make. She said, oh, you can get 15000 if you like. <laughs> I, said, I said, well, I'll see what's in the paper. And I looked in the paper. There was an $11,000 Dodge Shadow. I said, I just need 11000 I don't need fifteen. She said, okay, you approved. I called the Dodge Shadow people up. I said, do y'all deliver? They said, yes, we do. I said, I'm approved. Bring it to me. And I gave them the... <laughs> they delivered it from New Hampshire. Damn. Yeah, and I, I was up in Bath, Maine. And uh, I, I signed the papers in the, on the quarter deck. They gave me the keys. I said, peace. I never, never rode again with nobody. And I was, every week was a different color. Uh, <laughs> I've been for a minute. Yeah. And I ran across a Portuguese female up in that motherfucker dog. I was, two days before I was supposed to leave, I walked into a Walmart. Mm. She was in Walmart shopping. Mm. Man, that motherfucker was gorgeous. <laughs> 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 blew me away. Yeah. So he, 
I got a conversation out of him. She gave me a phone number. I didn't tell her I was gonna leave leave in two days. I went to dump bro. Uh-huh. Motherfucker came and picked me up at the hotel that night and went out and had something to eat. She took me to a nice little club. She, I didn't get the pussy, but she well, that motherfucker had my nose wide open, dog. You can't say that, that on my show. Let, let me let me let you go, dog. I gotta close out the show. All right, baby boy. All right, but uh, get all of the information, man. Pass it down to all your kids, man, because it's important. I don't understand it, man. Everybody should know their family members, man. Yeah. All right. So you be good. I'll holler at you in, in the next few days or weeks or whatever. Okay. Hey, brother, you be take care of yourself, man. All right. Hop. <clears throat> that was my boot camp buddy. He and I went to boot camp in 1981 together. And uh, we're still in contact. We, we met up after boot camp. Let me see. Three years, I think, after boot camp, he was on the ship. And I was on the ship in Japan. He came. His ship came to Japan. And that, he, that was the only buddy I had in boot camp. And it's the only buddy from boot camp. That is, is still in contact, and that's 40 years ago. And we hung out. I, I met his wife over the phone. I, I said hey to his kids, I think, via text or something. But we are cool, and that's what you're supposed to be, right? So that's something there. Let me see if I can invite ED, EV in as a speaker. How you doing, EV? Come on in and talk to me. Tell me where you're from. Filthy breakfast out there. I'm here. How you doing, E? You know me as Chris Wilson. Yes. I'm still trying to get my uh, email fixed, but it's uh, it's an involved thing. I've got a friend in Canada that's working on it. Hey, how you doing? Well, I'm surviving. I've got the flu now. Which is Ooh. Funny. Oh, yeah. My brother was just at the hospital. He was telling me how the flu is going around where he's at in Carolina. Well, this is, I'm in Southwest Florida. Yeah. I went to Aldi's uh, supermarket, which is, uh, Aldi's uh, was started by uh, two brothers. Aldi's, uh, two German brothers. One did Aldi's and one did Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah? They both started, I believe, in, in uh, San Diego or California. 
Mm. But uh, it's expanded to uh, Southwest Florida. No, oh, yeah? Yeah. So, unfortunately, you have cashiers that are very young and they're sick. Mm-hmm. You don't have the medical uh, leave built up yet. So, mm-hmm. you can't go on sick leave. And I caught it from her. I caught it from the cashier. Mm. So, I'm just trying to deal with it, but it drains your energy right out of you. And it's, uh, wow. Um, it's, well, you call it COVID, but I call it the flu. But it's, yeah. It is a variant of the flu. Yeah. So I'm just uh, gargling and uh, taking lots of vitamins, making uh, hot tea with lemon and honey. Mm-hmm. Throw some ginger in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My wife makes uh, uh, ginger and ginseng, but so I'm just uh, getting prepared because I've been. It's cost me a week. I caught it last uh, Thursday. Mm. We're already coming up on Wednesday tomorrow. Okay. I do, I do six international podcasts. And six. Yeah. How long you stayed on them? Uh, I started with my first one. Starting uh, July fifteenth of last year, mm-hmm. that for ten and a half months, and then the uh, uh, the owner uh, David Zublick on DarkOutpost.com mm-hmm. with my hours, and I set my hours for Friday with him, and it's just been one one screw up with him after another. But uh, mm-hmm. so then he wrote me off the show. He's got eleven hundred and fifty to twelve hundred essays of mine, and. Mm. He changed me from Friday to Monday, and then he put me on hold for two weeks because he mm. had uh, some important guests to bring on. And then he uh, contacted me. Uh, I was going to be on back on Friday, uh, and he contacted me at, at 4.02 in the afternoon, or 4.32, and just said, uh, uh, I've changed my mind. I'm going to basically, uh, you won't need to be on the show anymore. I'm just going to read the question. So he's not getting anything else from me, but what goes around comes around. He did have a death threat, not for me, but uh, basically he's been exposing the truth, but he's, he's into marketing and advertising. He's got 38 years as a senior executive, and uh, his his outlook is strictly sensationalism. And oh, yeah. I'm doing, I'm doing telling the truth of life, which... Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could read an essay right now if you blow your audience away. <laughs> I've got a thousand on my phone, and I've got eight thousand uh, on my. Uh, and this is information you've never heard of, never know of, but it's real. It's genuine. Yeah. Yeah, that's something. Well, I haven't been on, been invited on any of the uh, international shows, so. Well, it started as um, I was on David Zublick. Yes. One of his uh, one one of his uh, guests that came on occasionally. Yes. Her name is Cisco uh, uh, Wheeler. C i s c o Wheeler. W h e e l e r. She was raised by her father, who was seventeenth generation Illuminati. Illuminati. Very real, and it goes back thousands of years. You said Illuminati? That's correct. She's okay. She's 80 years old. 80 years old? That's that Mason stuff, ain't it? 
Uh, yes, the Masons is the front of it. That's correct. Yeah, I don't do that stuff. Neither do I. But basically, she was brought into it by her father, mm-hmm. and then she was able to break free. Mm-hmm. And then when he was in the hospital and she went to visit him, uh, he tried strangling her, and uh, mm. uh, the nurses had to pull her, pull him off. But anyway, mm. the Illuminati is very real, and it, it goes back tens of thousands of years. Yeah. And I've traced it back a minimum to uh, uh, Babylonia, mm. basically uh, uh, between the Tigris and the Euphrates River. Mm-hmm. Resident evil that permeates our surface world. Mm. And we're just having to tolerate it because the Freemason, basically, knowledge is never discovered. It's always transferred from one secret society to a successor over the uh, countless tens of millennia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Freemasons are the current one, but it's also uh, the CIA is the front for the Freemasonry as well as uh, the BLM and the Atifa and the Democratic Party. Wow. All of it. Mm. It boils down to Illuminati. I probably got cousins in there. <laughs> Freemasonry? Yeah. That's a last Once you go to the, the York the uh, York has got 10 degrees and the uh, Scottish has 33. 33? 33 in the Scottish, right. I have four relatives that have long passed that were uh, uh, 33 degree uh, Masonic orders. Oh, yeah? My grandfather, my great-grandfather, mm. my great-uncle, my great-great-uncle. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, they tried to get my father into it, and I told you my father's turning 99 in August. Mm. He's a veteran of World War II as well as a uh, uh, Korean. But, uh, oh, yeah? All right. I can get off that phone. I ain't going to talk. I'll talk to him later. You get phone calls all the time? Okay. Yeah, I get phone calls. I'm live, live, man. I, I'll get somebody knocking on the door. I get ambulances driving by, motorcycles, wrecks. I'm live. <laughs> okay. I don't have a studio. I have a kitchen. Oh, well, I, okay. I've got a bedroom office. That's- yeah. My bedroom office is for my other business. Okay. I'm a, I'm a mobile hairstylist. I'll come to your ha- I'll come to your house, your office, your hotel, your business, and cut your hair. Sounds good. Yeah. Hook you right up. I'm going to charge you. It's going to be more with the barbershop charger, but it, I'll hook you up. I want to make you as good looking as me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, let's see. You've got, uh, since you came on, what, your last week was your first show? No, I've been on for about four months now. Okay. And I'm just getting blown away, blown away, blown away. I got one of my cousins, one of my cousins, Alvina. She just, uh, Alvina, she just sent me a link, man. It is just blowing me away that the DNA matching that they're doing. She had a family member that became a prince. They gave him the ceremony. He's born in the United States. And he did the DNA match and found out he was a high prince in this one particular area of Africa. 
So they gave him that title. Great. Yeah. And I'm going, holy cow. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm following you, yeah. But it's it's amazing, man. I'm just getting blown away. Day after day, just getting blown away. Well, I do research in, and analysis, and, I mean, the information I have is just like, the most of the United States or just Western Europe can't even conceive of it because it's it's not in any history book. No, nope. it's buried. But uh, one example is that uh, that basically there was a black race in the United States uh, before the settlers, and it was California. It was um, what California is named after is actually the queen. Her name is Khalifa. Mm. And you'd love reading my work because she was a uh, dark brown uh, queen that uh, uh, basically was on, it was actually a continent that paralleled California in about the same size, but it sank. It was on maps up until 16, uh, up until about 1590. Yeah. All the maps have been writ- rewritten and changed between 1600 to, uh, uh, to uh, 1900. So basically, I've I've got a lot of ancient ancient maps that this public has never seen before. Wow! You should go on Antiques Roadshow, man. Uh, <laughs> they're not original. I've got them huh? Own, but I, most of my work comes from Europe because. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I not only did I grow up in Europe in the Netherlands, but uh, uh, the true history. Europeans know more about what's going on in the United States than Americans do. Literally. Yeah. Because. They're less censored than we are. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I never did the European studies. I like the Europe schooling system where you gotta choose your 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 interests by the ninth grade. They give you apprenticeship training, like in the uh, Baltic region. They do a lot of yacht building, right? So they need electricians, plumbers, carpenters welders whatever right so they got generational jobs over there for the for the yacht building people right right so you 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 go out you graduate high school over there you are an apprentice something mm-hmm. so that is that is like mind-blowing great why don't we do that i don't understand how if something can work in one country like free education in in the arab country right why can't we get free education here? I don't understand. It works somewhere else. Then let's copy it and make it work here. That's all it takes. Copy. If you had an A student in, in your classroom and you were a D student, and if you had the chance to copy, you would copy, right? I guess so. Yep. So we are D students. With A students all around us in various various uh, things, right? Various business threat, various uh, conservation, various blah blah blah, right? But it's working. Why can't do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but in, in Europe, like when I grew up in the Netherlands, but it applied to more than just the Netherlands, is that uh, up to sixth grade, you uh, basically took three languages. 
Right. You had uh, Dutch, English, and you that took French or German for the locals. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they were good, they could take both. Right. They had, they had Latin up until sixth grade. Right. In sixth grade, they started testing to see whether they should be going to a technical school or on to college. Right. <laughs> Same thing in Germany. They, in Germany, they have a, a two-year technical degree mm-hmm. and a four-year technical degree. But right. technical is still almost like the four-year because it, it's very uh, analytical. Right. They still have to take uh, additional work, almost like uh, a fellowship after. So right. I have a German friend who had the who had the two-year degree for electronics and mm-hmm. engineer, and then he did uh, additional uh, work on top of that. But uh, he worked for. Oh, I'm trying to think. I haven't. I lost contact with him. We were in touch for five and a half years. Mm. And it's just that I've been, been intercepted by so many and they don't, the world order does not want me communicating with all these people that I knew in Europe. Oh, wow. Very, very difficult. And mm. Things are going to change very fast this late next spring. Guaranteed. Wow. Well, it's like this. You had Agenda 21. Uh-huh. That was in the uh, Rio de Janeiro conference in 1992 in Brazil. Mm. They said there was a. I, I saw the video and I had a copy, but my laptop got stolen by my ex son in law, along with thousands of dollars of weapons, uh, solar equipment, everything in my garage and two Jeeps. Anyway, the point is uh, um, that um, they stated that they're going to have a one world government, a one world currency, mm. populate the planet from what is now 7 billion down to 500 million. Which mm. is Georgia Guidestones in eight languages. Mm. Um, that's northwest of Atlanta, Georgia. And uh, um, the one that uh, uh, it turns out to be the, uh, the initials are RC Christian, which is short for, uh, uh, short for Black Christian, which was a higher level Freemason. Same thing as Ben Franklin was, who was a Rock Christian. And uh, he was a pure traitor. Anyway, we've had three uh, people uh, immortalized that were traitors to our country. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, he's on the uh, Ben Franklin's on the fifty dollar bill. Um, we've got uh, Alexander Hamilton. He was married to a Jewish uh, heiress of the uh, Rothschild dynasty. He's on a ten dollar bill. And let me see, who do we have? Uh, Two dollar bill. We had. Um, no, I'm sorry. The ten thousand. You had, uh, you had the. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of his name, but he was basically on the ten thousand dollar bill. That one was. Uh, I'll come up with the name in a minute. He was uh, one who uh, sold us out for uh, when uh, uh, President uh, Lincoln was uh, trying to reconstruct the country. Anyway, I'm just saying there's been so much undermining. That is just that never ended. Right. So what happened with Agenda 21 is that basically there was the Masonic Order has dual meaning. And what they did was their outward method of, uh, with Agenda 21, they're going to clap the world economy in the 21st century. Mm. meeting was that it was going to be done in the 21st year of the 21st century. Mm-hmm. The hidden agenda, okay? Now, right, right. Then they came out with Agenda 2030. 
okay, well, it's not 2030. It's all based on gematria, jumbling numbers and letters. Right, right. You take 2030, you subtract the zeros, and you've got 23. Okay, so right. It'll be next year. And what they okay. Do, three minus two is one. Mm. It's one year from now. Okay. So basically, all hell's going to break loose next uh, mid May to uh, mid June. Wow. Well, my time is running out on my podcast here, boss. So I got to get off here. But uh, you see, I'll be on here almost every night, man, unless I'm sick or running late on something. You know what I mean? So you be good there, and uh, if you see me again, say hey. I really appreciate it. Okay. We'll do. I'll, I just happened to catch you now. What time did you come on? I came on about six thirty, Eastern time. Eastern time. You're right. Yeah, you're in Virginia. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Sam Tuckman. I'll I'll see you again. Right. Okay. Sam Tuck, man. Okay, sorry, Sam Tuckman, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to see it fast, Sam Tucky. <laughs> All right, appreciate you stopping in. All right, I'll talk to you yeah. later. Bye bye. All righty, hello. All y'all. I'm going to do my countdown. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Boom.